Hi, I'm Darren Long from Delta Harbor Assets, and on this week's Hard Money Show, we're going to tackle the short term for gold. What does it mean for you? Well, gold is in a buy range, and we want you to own it now before it takes off. It is springtime. The birds are humming. We're going to talk about what's about to happen. Let's get into it because you've got to know what's behind the headlines. Hard Money, let's get started. There are no shortcuts to building wealth today. It takes time, effort, sacrifice, and diversification. But today, diversification means something different than it did in the past. You deserve a more secure way to protect and grow your wealth. At Delta Harbor, we take this to heart. Our mission is to help by inviting you to add physical gold and silver to your wealth strategy. Book a free consultation today and let us show you how to protect and grow your wealth through the ownership of physical gold and silver. Let us show you the Delta difference. Hey, hey, welcome. Delta Harbor podcast. We're back. Skulls here along with Darren Long running the show and he's the one to educate you on this particular podcast as he does every every week or so you want to reach out one 323 gold start that investment especially now man we just passed rsp season well just like today or yesterday whenever we're recording this it's getting close to the nitty-gritty but that should not be your only option you should be expanding that portfolio to get real physical precious metals in there darren's been saying this since 2004 so uh, if you know if you're not there yet, the best day was yesterday. Second best day is right now. So feel free to reach out at that phone number or simply deltaharbor.com, Harbor with a U, and talk to Darren and Rob, the rest of the team. They will set you up and educate you how you get that part of your portfolio up and running. Real physical metals. We're going to talk a little later on, Darren, in a few minutes, how exactly you open that account and the variety of different ways to take advantage of these uh, these beauties like gold and silver and some other metals, but. What's going on, man? First of all, what's going on with the gold and silver lately, right now? And recession, no recession? Uh, are we falling behind? Are we not falling behind? Is everything rosy? You can't get a good picture from the media. Well, what we, well, what we do know, listen, you, you can't. And welcome to the show this week, everybody. Hard money here. And um, we certainly know that there are a, a number of data points that have to be watched carefully, among them inflation and what our interest rates do. That's not going to change anytime soon. As we've talked about in the last few weeks, interest rates are here to stay and they will remain this high. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go slightly higher. I think the US is going to go higher. I think that the latest inflation numbers show us that we uh, have not pressured inflation enough. And of course, that's what they want. So in the short term, we're going to see prices go higher. And that's not uh, something that surprises me at all. Uh, in terms of interest rates, and that will stagnate the economy. It's already doing. It takes, you know, as it is, to to um, to really let those interest rates sink in, John, and and to see them impact the overall economy. It takes, as it is, um, already a a a genuinely solid twelve months yeah. to really get a handle on where that's heading and so in the short term what we see right now is the u.s dollar determines the direction of gold and if you look at gold in the short term and silver as well um just stemming back to let's say november of last year it rallied hard i mean it went up 340 bucks uh, an ounce and um it touched 1950 high and at the same time silver uh, had a nice run as well up into uh, the 2450 zone. And so those are both nice runs. And of course, profit taking is inevitable. It happens. These are uh, higher highs and higher lows. And so right now, when gold is sitting in the 1820, 1830 range, 
it presents as a great buying opportunity. And the main reason behind this decline, most recent decline, was just the recent batch of um, what would be considered robust U.S. economic headlines, not the actual data behind the headlines, but the headlines themselves. We make decisions based on those headlines, and ultimately, the direction was determined by those headlines. And the adjustments that we see that happen one or two or even in some cases three months after the fact, which adjust in many cases, probably 90% of the time, the data downwards to the negative, um, Typically, that doesn't set anything uh, ablaze whatsoever. It just ends up being mixed into the fold. And instead of hearing the good data, it's adjusted and it doesn't look so good after all. So in Canada right now, we're faced with the realization that GDP was flat in the last three months of the year, culminating with December being uh, also a flat month. Again, we expected GDP to grow. It didn't. And that still means that we're in this danger zone for what could be stagnation uh, and certainly recession in the short term. So I think in half one this year, up until probably summer months, we are going to be under a serious threat of recession and will continue to be under that serious threat of inflation uh, of recession. I don't think there's going to be much in the way of relief and interest rate relief at all this year. And it looks even further away, maybe in the first or second quarter of next year before we actually do see interest rates uh, drop down a little bit. So, I mean, until really the U.S., which is the world's largest economy, um, until they get their interest rates, their inflation in check, and of course their their desired inflation level is 2%, and it's running 6% plus and at street level, um, probably in the neighborhood of 10%. And in here too, I mean, as you know, John, everything we touch, we eat, uh, we use and consume is going up in price. And I don't know of too many examples in which the case, in which it's the case that they've come down recently. Um, we're not even seeing good sales, to be honest with you, and consumables and consumer items, we're not even really seeing great sales. So um, I think everything slows right now, and it has, and certainly that's going to play a role in determining where we head. Gold and silver, um, they're not going down from here. They're not going to go into some, you know, artificially low zone for any reason. Uh, it, it's twenty dollars an ounce uh, to pull it out of the ground. Silver, that is. Um, so to see it go below twenty, and to suggest maybe fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen dollars, it's ludicrous. Uh, it would be below the cost of production, and and that can't stay for very long. Otherwise, we can't get the product out of the ground to the people who need it. So gold is expected to continue, and silver for that matter, to take most of its direction from the U.S. dollar until another change occurs. And um, demand for gold remains um, inconsistent regionally. So, I mean, right now in the spur of the moment, there are five or ten regions around the world where gold demand is very high and where, you know, like China, which is, a you know, their, their economy is getting started up again and, and starting to surge a little bit. Um, and then there are some areas like here in Canada where outside of us, the demand for gold is is has slowed. And so ultimately we're watching that with great anticipation. And um, it still means that if you're looking at it, if you're watching it, if you're paying attention, uh, this is the moment when, you know, everybody else is sleeping that you want to take advantage of it and and get it into your portfolio because this is the time to do it. Yeah. It's interesting too, when you talk about, you know, interest rates not coming down and, and inflation, you know, you just need to look at the grocery store. That's the one that everybody sees every day. Because we got to eat to survive. And they're saying, you know, yeah, it's up, but everybody's waiting for this this relief to come around to your point next year, the year after. 
once those grocery prices are up there, they're not going to come off much. This is the new normal. I mean, our kids are going to be looking at prices. They're not going to come down. So everybody's got to make huge adjustments. And the real estate story, which we talk about all the time on this show, how bad that is. Everyone's been hush-hush about that in the media. You don't hear about real estate anymore. Like they've, they've, they've stopped flogging that horse because it's just not the place to be right now. And you've been saying that for, for months and months. It is, and it's not the place to be here for sure. I mean, in Canada, we're going to yeah. see another downside here, I think, come spring. Uh, I, I think the headlines touted the idea that maybe spring was going to heat up and that there were certain parts of the GTA that, that might spring up in price and may over the last month or month and a half even have uh, seemingly halted in terms of their downside uh, in, in favor of seeing something of a, of a stagnant pricing uh, model or even a little bit of a gain in certain areas. And certainly that can be said for... You know the larger homes or unique homes or detached homes in in Toronto or GTA, uh, but ultimately, again, this is this is it's a it's a path that's already set in stone, John. We're not going to see, you know, any type of meaningful gains in real estate this year whatsoever. We will not see a twenty twenty five percent gain in real estate or anything that's meaningful at all. And I would suggest that we pay close attention to what defaults because. This is the truth. If I look just this just this morning, taping here on Thursday, and if I if I was to tell you the conversation I had with a real estate agent this morning, it would right. blow your mind. Uh, but in a nutshell, this is a seasoned real estate veteran who closes in the neighborhood of around fifty to a hundred deals a year, wow. and it's an extremely busy busy lifestyle for him. And he just took off and went to Florida. And um, he's not coming back for the spring because he's hell-bent on the idea that this is going to be a market which does nothing for him in the spring. He's going to wait and see what it looks like. But again, a seasoned veteran who makes his bread and butter in the spring, he just left for Florida uh, yesterday and is staying there for you know the next two, three months. Um, you know, and he's not interested in coming back. He just says there's not enough that pulls him here. There's just not enough that's happening right now for me to get excited. Sure, there are going to be listings and the market's going to be flooded with listings to see. And, and you know, people want to be first in line to get mm -hmm. out of this market, especially if they feel the prices are going down. But if you've made money in real estate, be smart. Diversify your funds. Get into an asset like physical gold or silver. I mean, it's averaging gold uh, 9% per year. And in the good years where we've seen tremendous gains, some of those years have been 30 40% gains. Uh, if you look at silver as an example, it's also averaging in the around the 9% uh, per year uh, mark, at least since I've been in the market, you know, if we go back to 2004. And ultimately, if you look at that timeline, uh, both metals have done extremely well, extremely well. And that's inclusive of the downside that they've experienced. So in years where silver has not had any gain to talk about, in fact, even some years where it's lost 15, 20% in value, uh, again, average overall still in and around 9%. So lots of opportunity there. And right now, the story is all silver. It's super undervalued. The ratio between that and gold is uh, telling us that it is. And uh, you look at it as a as an asset. It's 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 needed. There's no way we can survive without it. It's used in all of the electronic consumables we have. It's used in solar activity. It's used in water purification. It's used in batteries for EV cars. Mm -hmm. I mean, you name it. Silver is needed in this day and age more than it's ever been. And it's being sold at $20 an ounce or thereabouts in US dollars. And ultimately, that 
that's that's something that's going to change is going to get back to the norm equilibrium and that equilibrium right now should probably be in the neighborhood of 50 to 60 uh, not 20 to 21 so i expect that to happen and if you look at the key indicators uh, certainly in the u.s last friday the uspc indicator which is the fed's favorite inflation gauge uh, which we closely closely monitor uh, it had a stronger than expected outcome indicating that inflation in the U.S. too also is is moving in the wrong direction. And you say groceries, I say everything. Um, you know, th- there's nothing that we're consuming. It's just that we've slowed our consumption of of, of disposable items, so we're not buying as many yeah. pairs of jeans or shoes or yeah. purses or, or things like that. We've just halted, but we do have to buy groceries every single week. And of course, you know, you can literally put 150 bucks worth of groceries in one bag now. It's going easy. It's easy. a sad state of affairs, a very sad state of affairs. Um, you know, and, and it brings meaning to uh, the situation we find ourselves in because how long can that exist? How long can we be in that situation? Already, we know that if anybody bought a home in the last, say, 36 months, roughly on average, about 60 to 70 cents of every dollar they make is going into house-related costs. So that leaves almost nothing for those leftover expenses, let alone the things that we use for disposable incomes like trips and vacations and, you know, the extra car or maybe the toys we want, those things. And so most people are buying that on credit and that that state cannot exist uh, in in perpetuity for for longer than it already has. It's already coming down now. And so, yes, real estate plays a huge role in that. But if you look at the U.S. and you look at where we're at, um, I don't think it's out of the realm of reason that the um, the uh, you know at the next uh, FOMC meeting when the the heads of the federal banks get together that we'll find ourselves seeing the U.S. raise interest rates again and we will follow suit. There's no doubt about it. If they put up another fifty points, we'll go another quarter point. Uh, so don't be surprised if that happens. The core PCE inflation uh, numbers increased uh, month over month by about 06 percent, so almost more than a half a percent. And uh, the year-on-year increase on those PC inflation numbers uh, when they came out last week were 4.7%. So it's drastically different than what the headlines tout. And as much as any analyst wants to predict maybe uh, the possibility of, of kind of getting through and skimming by without a recession, my opinion is wholeheartedly that you need to put solid assets into your portfolio now. You need to take a look at what's garbage in your portfolio, trim the fat, get rid of the dead horses, and take the profit off the table so that you're prepared because there is more to come. And mark my words, it will be painful and it'll hurt. But if you're positioned correctly in assets like gold and silver, um, then you're going to see this play out favorably in your uh, in your in your way, and you know as they say, bubbles tend to move towards their natural state, and central banks right now cannot afford uh, a crash or a depression. They cannot afford these things. The result inflate or die so that's where we're heading we're going to inflate further and that's what i expect out of this and the cost of living is not going to decrease you need to protect yourself ensure your wealth and have quality assets like gold and silver well as we get into the uh the way we can do that now darren it's funny you mentioned that you've always said on this show for the last you know 20 plus years that you know it's a hedge against inflation it's hedge against the banking system you're taking your money and you're investing something that you have absolute control in 
And when you get a government like ours, I mean, I guess any government would have done this, you know, they go over, I don't know if you read that last week in the 23rd, it came out that, you know, the feds went over for the, the queen's funeral and blew $400,000 on that little trip and bringing people like Sandra O, oh, who's an actress, wonderful in Grey's Anatomy. Mark Tewksbury went over there. Uh, they stayed at a Riverside suite that was six, $7,000 a night. I mean, this kind of ass hattery, I guess. Their liberals wouldn't be the only ones that done it. I guess any government in power would have foolishly spent money like that in this current economic stream. Yeah, get your money out of the banking system, take control of your money, and get assets for long term, like gold and silver, where you have complete control of. I mean, this just goes to your point. You talk about this every week. You hear stuff like that, and it pisses you off. Like the money's just flying out the door for no reason. You know? I mean, give me a break. $400,000? Come on. It is, and you have to be diligent and smart. Uh, but above all else, John, never believe that our economy is just good to go. Just don't believe yeah. it anymore. I mean, maybe there'll come a day and age where down down the road we can we can comfortably say we're fine and that there's no issues and that you know we can trust our government. I mean, I don't know. I want to be in that in that mm-hmm. uh, uh, in that position. I want to be able to say, yeah, you know, I I'm going to grade the government. I I'm going to give them a C. Be nice. Instead of every time I wake up saying I'm going to give the government an F because they're just failing me hand over fist. I mean, you know, if you're if you are like me, you it's not so much that you can put your finger on one point or one piece of data or say this is the whole thing that's going to cause me to go gung ho and and, and have, you know, 25 percent of my wealth in silver gold. It's a feeling. It's a gut hunch. It's that you know something's there. An overwhelming sense. sense, Yeah, yeah, of something not being right. And in this day and age, we are in most circumstances too overwhelmed by our day-to-day activities to focus on solutions. So we don't. And if you're like many people right now, then then some night you go home saying to hell with it. And instead of actually spending an hour looking at your finances, looking at where your money is, you grab a cold beer, you put a steak on the barbecue, you sit in front of the TV, you watch the game, and you want to be taken away from all the bullshit of the of the world i mean in all honesty when i hear about those types of headlines when i hear that we were spending you know exorbitant amounts of money per night on things we don't need on things that are are you know by all measurements a waste of our hard-earned money it makes me frustrated to no end but what is the outcome well, I can tell you, I can't get to the government directly. I have to go through my member of parliament. So voice your concerns, be a voice of reason, tell them that it pisses you off that that money gets spent because if you don't, nobody else will. They don't know what they're, you're feeling if you don't speak and say your truth. You know, another way you can talk, John, another way you can speak, another way you can have a voice, don't go and buy the shitty same thing you do and repeat the same mistakes you make every time. Every cycle you go through, what's the number one phrase that gets uttered in some form or another when recession hits? Oh, Mr. Smith, don't worry. Hold on. It's a cyclical market. What goes down is going to come up. Just sit tight. You're in a good position. Your money's just fine. It's absolute bullshit. You don't have to be a day trader to be wealthy. Just make the right decision every now and then. One of them has to be to include a physical asset like gold and silver when it's so easy to do this and and to have it in your portfolio as a measure of insurance because you work too goddamn hard every day to put food on the table, to pay the bills, to have those little extras. And if you want somebody to take away, don't do anything. Just do what you're doing because it's already working. Yeah. Give me uh, give me the ways here as we tick down in time, pal. How do we get that uh, portfolio happening? What are the options? Well, the easiest way is just to take a look at our website, you know, take a look at the product and deliver it and get it taken home. You know, if you want a couple of thousand dollars worth of silver or gold, 
dive in, take a look at the product types, take a look at the, the, the different prices and the variables involved, ask questions. If you want to connect with us, you know, we're here for you and there is no arm twisting. You know, this is just a story being shared amongst friends. And that's all this is. We are just sharing stories. There is no extreme you know, discussions about the end of the world or bunker building or anything of that nature, just a bunch of common sense people getting together in this day and age to share this and starts with our website. Just go there, take a look at the product, take a look at the reasons why you might want to uh, entertain having some bullion in your portfolio. And, and that's the easiest way. Again, if you have a chunk and maybe it's too much to feel safe at home or you want in some liquidity, Buying and selling by the phone is important to you. Uh, you can put it in storage. We offer vault accounts in your name, allocated, segregated. They don't touch my product or anyone else's product. And that is an option for you as well. Putting it into your RSP, your, your TFSA. We just saw the RSP deadline come and go on March 1st for the 2022 tax year. Yep. And it was tremendous for us. I mean, there was sleepless nights, but again, we had a tremendous uptick in the amount of business that uh, came through the door that way. So you can put physical gold, bars, coins, physical silver, bars, coins into your portfolio inside your RSP, so, whether that's in a, 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 a Lira or a pension or a, you know something that's not performing at some other institution, bring it over to Delta. We will help you to get physical gold and silver into your registered account. And then lastly, John, for those that are looking just to get into gold and silver and don't really care about how, you know, they, how many bars of silver they have versus how many coins of gold they have or anything like that. We have the wholesale bullion account, which we call bulk bullion. And this just takes away all the guesswork. We have a bunch of gold and silver in the vault. If you want your name to be attached to any one of those ounces in one ounce segments in one ounce increments, you can feel free to have the wholesale bullion account. And it's just a great way to get into the market, have exposure to gold and silver, and uh, also be able to, to finance your purchase. So if you want to add more to it, play around with other people's money, uh, when the market's moving, get the most maximum potential return for your invested dollar, those options are on the table as well. Lots of easy ways to get in, John. All starts with a trip to the website or a phone call to the number that you so graciously throw out every week. And that's it, buddy. But you always stop with the uh, we always you know stop down anyway. This uh, this podcast reminding people just to you know look out for your neighbor too, right? Especially in these times, it's it's key. And I know you always put that out there, right? Always put that out there. Always make sure you're taking care of your neighbor. And uh, you can do that easily by just contributing to your local food bank. It is the number one way we can protect our communities, take care of our communities and the people that don't have as much as us. And believe it or not, right now, your neighbor is one of those people who are unfortunately in a dire straight situation and pride gets in the way and you don't know it. You may live in a big house, you may have a 25, 3,000 square foot home, but you wouldn't know that your neighbor has to go two, three times a week to make sure his family's fed through that local food bank. So please, please support your local food banks for sure. Make that phone call. Go to the website, deltaharbor.com, Harbor with you to invest. You can start, click on the e-store and invest right from your, your computer or your desktop or make the phone call to Darren, have that chat and get that portfolio happening. It is high time. You took care of that for sure. One eight seven seven three two three gold is how you do that. And we'll catch you next time on the Hard Money Podcast.